Hello and welcome to Interfilm Recommends, a podcast for film club leaders which highlights new and classic titles for you to explore with your clubs. My name is Michael and today I'm joined by Joe and we're from the programming team here at Interfilm. We curate a selection of the most interesting and educationally relevant films and add them to our catalogue for stores and film clubs to order. Today's podcast is primary themed where we'll be exploring transition on film. Our featured film this week is new release Goosebumps. The related film is the Roald Dahl classic Matilda, and we'll also be discussing some highlights found on our new transition film list and the angles that can be explored with them. So why is film good for understanding transition? Well, adjusting to something new can be tough, but it's something we all have to go through at various points in our lives. Whether it's moving from primary into secondary school, or to a new home, a new town, or even a new country, it can often feel like nobody understands us and that things will never be the same again. Learning to transition to something new can be an exciting adventure to relish, helping us to grow up and learn who we are. Examining areas around kindness, moving on, developing confidence, teamwork, struggling to fit in, and dealing with saying goodbye, films contain wonderful lessons for children and young people about coping with these issues and helping to realise that we're not as alone as we might think we are. So let's kick off with our featured film of this week, which is Goosebumps. So Goosebumps is a new release. It's a uh, fantasy and a family film, which is inspired by the well-known books released between 1992 and 1997, also based on the TV show, which was slightly later in the mid to late 90s. Now, if you don't know too much about these books, these are scary tales originally intended for children, but work well with all the family, really. And this film continues that trend. BBFC have given it a PG certificate for frequent scary scenes and we've labelled it as a 7 plus here which concurs with that rating and we think it's not for the very youngest ones but most others should be fine. There are some CGI monsters which thrill and do occasionally scare but there is nothing too severe here. So the story itself sees a teenager named Zach move from the big city of New York to a new small town and there he meets a girl his own age called Hannah who he clearly has an immediate attraction to but her mysterious father played by Jack Black warns Zack away in no uncertain terms. Do you see the fence? Uh, yes. Stay on your side of it. You stay away from my daughter. You stay away from me. We won't have a problem. However, as things develop, Zack begins to worry for Hannah's safety and soon realises that he's got things very wrong. What turns out to be the case is that Hannah's father is actually R.L. Stein, the author of the Goosebumps books, and these monsters that he's created literally leap off the page. Did you unlock a book? <sighs> yeah, I did. I'm sorry. It's around here somewhere. I just dropped it, and uh, I'll put it back where it belongs, and we'll be out of your hair. Look, here it is. Just... No, don't open it! <laughs> And it's up to the three of them to stop these monsters running riot. So you can see there are various issues that can be explored. Not only moving to a new place and making friends or fitting in or dealing with family connections. Zach's mother is actually the new vice principal of the school. But there's also this idea of being brave and taking on threats both internal and external. Whether that's emotional connections or Hannah's father in the first instance or the monsters themselves. There's also a moment late in the film which I won't spot 
repertoire, which truly tests the character of certain individuals. It's also interesting that this is a revival of a piece of 1990s culture, which we touched upon last week. So there's not only these thrills for the kids, but something for older audiences too. Goosebumps is one of those films that has a universal appeal like Jumanji, and it's interesting to note that this film is also getting a reboot shortly. Jack Black is very good in the main adult role here. He is a bit more restrained than you would normally expect. But there are very good uh, performances from the young cast across the board, which allow for many comedic moments. So Goosebumps is available on our catalogue. We also have a one-page film guide, which contains all sorts of suggestions for discussing and unpacking the film. There's a blog as well, where we've looked at the origins of the film in a bit more detail. And finally, on our YouTube, there's a video showing young reporter Kelvin interviewing three of the cast. And speaking of fabulous films adapted from classic children's literature, another great film for talking about transition is Matilda. You all know the story, and many of you might have shown the film in the past. It's certainly always been one of our most popular titles, and rightly so. It's a very faithful adaptation of the Roald Dahl book, although the action has been relocated from Buckinghamshire to a slightly more urban American setting. And the film throws in a few additional scenes later on, which I'll touch upon shortly. It's a PG rating again, Although we've rated this film as a 5+, plus, as we feel it's suitable for all of our audiences, even the really young ones, and especially if they are little Matilda Wormwoods themselves. However, the PG rating is worth bearing in mind, as it's a little bit scary at times, and there is some very mild violence, as well as some of Dahl's more creative and colourful language. Now that, of course, is all part of the delight and charm of the film, but if you're planning to show it to really young audiences, it might be worth trying to watch it yourself beforehand, just to be confident that they can handle it. One of the main reasons why we've chosen to talk about transition with this film is, of course, because it deals with Matilda starting at a new school. Okay, listen up, everybody. We have a new student with us today. This is Matilda Wormwood. I'd like you to sit over here with Lavender. Now, you all remember how scary your first days at school were, so I'd like you to be especially nice to Matilda and make her feel welcome, all right? Could you get her workbook for her, please? Yes, Miss Hannah. You can sit down. For Matilda, going to school in her case for the first time is a wonderfully exciting prospect, even more so because it had been denied for her for so long. But it's still something she feels anxious about for the same reasons as most people. Will she fit in? Will she make friends? All of these universal issues. The production design of the film really establishes this. When she arrives, Trunsum Hall is presented as very physically imposing, a daunting and intimidating space. It's shot from a very low angle, which adds to the scale of the place, and I think many of us identify with how we picture the prospect of a new stool. But as Matilda moves into the classroom, there's a very clear contrast between the dark and drab exterior of the building and Miss Honey's classroom, which is bright, colourful, and full of joy and creativity. Although, of course, when Miss Trunchbull comes to visit, the space becomes much more Victorian. But even though Stool isn't what Matilda imagined it would be, in no time she finds herself making friends. Matilda learns not to be intimidated, how to realise her potential, and how to stand up for herself. And that's also because of a really beautiful message Matilda learns from avidly reading all of those books which is, you are not alone. That's something all children probably feel at some point, and it's a really powerful lesson for them to learn. It celebrates the power of books, or films, as tools of expressing, empathy, and escapism, and it illustrates how they can give us the tools to face up to problems we're having in the real world. And finally, there is Miss Honey's own slightly expanded backstory of Miss Trunchbull. You're very brave, Miss Honey. Not as brave as you. 
Like grown-ups weren't afraid of anything. Quite the contrary. All grown-ups get scared, just like children. It demonstrates to young people that learning to cope with change is something we all have to do, and that grown-ups can get scared too, and we can all learn to help each other by understanding one another's problems a bit more. So moving on now to the transition film list, it should be noted that there are many, many titles on the full list which can be found on interfilm.org. We're just going to run through a few of them now to give you a snapshot of some of the different areas and angles that they allow you to explore. A new release we have on the catalogue is Snoopy and Charlie Brown, the Peanuts movie. And this is an interesting take on transition as it sees a new girl arrive at Charlie Brown's school. She doesn't look like a goalie to me. Wow, she's pretty. She's not that pretty. And yet, it's he who does the adjusting. So his initial response is to promptly fall in love with this girl, despite not knowing a great deal about her. But the rest of the story, all the actions and the events, are seen through his point of view. One of the things this reminds us is that change can be difficult for everybody, and that we should always take care to ensure that those around us are feeling positive, as well as looking after ourselves. And we've also selected a series of films that deal with this issue of confidence or the lack of confidence that we may feel at certain points. The Harry Potter series, of course, needs no introduction, but we've selected Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone for inclusion here. Amongst the series' many charms, it's an often excruciatingly accurate insight into the sheer terror of starting life at a new school, where you don't know everybody or anybody, and everybody else appears full of confidence. Not Slytherin. Not Slytherin. Not Slytherin, eh? Are you sure? You could be great, you know. It's all here, in your head. And Slytherin will help you on the way to greatness. There's no doubt about that. No? Please. Well, if you're sure, better be... Gryffindor! But as Harry and the rest of the Hogwarts pupils quickly discover, neither is really the case. And also, lots of our films explore issues around fitting in and teamwork. A film I really, really want to recommend is a beautiful French film called Tomboy. It's a lovely, understated, naturalistic drama about childhood gender identity confusion that's both touching and gently humorous. It deals with a young girl called Laurie, who has recently moved to the outskirts of Paris with her family. When she's mistaken for a boy by her new peers, she decides not to correct them and begins identifying as Michael. It's a warm, gentle film about universal issues of fitting in and being yourself. And finally, and fittingly, let's look at the angle of saying goodbye. So Toy Story 3 is perhaps the ultimate saying goodbye film, one that broke our hearts as we grew up with the original all the way back in 1995, as well as the sequel. No, no one's getting thrown away. How do you know? We're being abandoned. We'll be fine, Jesse. So why does Sarge leave? Should we leave? I thought we were going to the end. Oh, I hate all this uncertainty. Whoa, 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 hold on now, wait a minute, quiet. No one's getting thrown out, okay? We're all still here. And that clip there really says it all in terms of how transition can be anticipated and yet... As much as we might prepare for this, nothing can truly replicate the feelings of change itself. But in Toy Story 3, the gang show that one way to combat these feelings are to stick together with your trusted friends, as well as making new ones. And we also just want to quickly mention 
uh, a new in cinema release, which is When Marnie Was There. Now, this is a film by Studio Ghibli. It's perhaps their final film. And it's a lovely animation which doesn't hold back when it comes to topics like emotional well-being and transition. So it sees a young girl sent to live with relatives in the, com- in the countryside to overcome anxiety. And there she begins a beautiful friendship with a young girl called Marnie in this enchanting and illuminating drama. It's worth saying as well that although we've focused on primary titles for this podcast, transition is obviously an issue that affects all ages. So the larger film list does include a fair number of secondary appropriate titles as well. We should also mention that the list contains a series of films about transition made by young people themselves into film. There's one primary and one secondary collection available, and I'd really urge you to watch those and hopefully get some inspiration for making your own films with young people in the classroom. So that's everything for this week. Thank you for listening to Interfilm Recommends. You can check out that film list, all the other films and resources we've mentioned today on interfilm.org. We'll provide all of these links in the show notes on SoundCloud where you can listen to and download this week's show as well as all previous episodes. Please do get in touch on Twitter at interfilm underscore edu, that's E-D-U, regarding feedback on the podcast, film list, or anything else you'd like us to know, or perhaps any topics you'd like to see us cover in the future. Or if you've used any of these films in your film club or classroom already, do let us know. How did they go down with young people? How did they respond? Are there any other topics you think they'd be relevant for talking about? Do let us know. We'd love to hear any feedback. But for now, that's it for the two of us. We'll be back again in two weeks' time for another podcast. So do tune in then. But until then, it's goodbye from Michael and it's goodbye from myself. (laughs) 